Ladies, gentlemen, welcome back to the Wingman Podcast. That sucks. What, what do you mean that sucks? <laughs> that sucks. What? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? I, I like the last couple, couple of intros. Ladies and gentlemen, hey, it's me. It's Justin Mark, your co-host at the Wingman Podcast. Here we are. How's it going? Is that better, Matt? Does that please you? A little bit cringe, but like a little bit better. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Justin Mark. International dating coach, relationship expert, and co-host of Wingman Podcast. Here we are. We got the beautiful Matt Levine here. Thank you. Is that better? It's a little bit better. Three times a charm, baby. Let's fucking go. So we have a guest. Who's we, a guest? we have a guest. His name is Changuito. Changuito is actually a gift to my ex-girlfriend. Sorry, baby. I'm so sorry I cheated on you. Here you go. It, so it was not actually that I cheated on her. It was that I kicked her out of my house in the middle of a snowstorm. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Here's a monkey. Uh, and, and, and then I realized like we weren't, we weren't going to work out. So I, I took him back. Kind of jealous. Everyone has glasses except for me. Where's my glasses? Is my glasses somewhere there? We have a lot to talk about because we've got some crazy shit coming up. Me and Matt are actually going to Columbia next week. We're about to do a three day birthday party for Matt. Uh, two nightclubs and a yacht. It's going to be pretty fucking sick. Uh, how many girls do you think we have coming out this weekend, Matt? Um, so for my birthday weekend, this, this weekend's my birthday. So... I created a mini like website for my RSVP list and it broke within two days. Cause I what got do you mean like, it broke. What does that mean? Well, it, it didn't break, but it stopped accept, uh, accepting invites cause it's a free website and, and the free version can only allow like a hundred people. So like I posted in my story and there's a, over a hundred like guests that signed up for my guest list. Now keep in mind that's days before. Usually when parties happen the day of, or like hours before, people are just blowing up your phone and be like, hey, I want to come. So like, Yeah, you that's can why I'm so stressed today. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. So like, you can usually expect five to 10x the guest list to hit you up the day of. Like, I remember a New Year's party, for example. Yeah. The day of, we had so many people coming out of nowhere being like, hey, I want to come to your New Year's party, right? Now, this is going to be, a, I, I'm expecting more or less 500 girls. Yeah. So now the website is asking me to pay to accept more guests. So that's why I told everyone just message me directly. So my phone's been blowing up the last like, 24 hours. crazy. So I... Don't know how many. It's definitely over a hundred for me alone. And yeah. those are like, yeah. I mean, each weekend we bring out like 100, 200 girls, sometimes 300 girls. So, because it's your birthday weekend, I expect double. You know, Probably. I think a considered estimate would be double, like maybe like 500 people. Yeah. 500 girls. We're definitely going to shut the club down for sure. It's going to be fucking insane. I'm pretty excited. And then we're going to go hang out with uh, David Bond and Luis Mercado in Colombia. I'm pretty fucking mm -hmm. hyped for that. So, Luis Mercado from the show To Catch a Cheater, he called me the day and he's like, yo, when are you going to Columbia? I tell him the dates and he's like, I'm coming. I'm like, no way, you're fucking coming? Pull up, let's go. He's coming, he's staying with yeah. us. And it just so happened that I booked a three bedroom. I had the force, I was like, what if like one of our cool friends want to come and like, well, great, I have another bedroom. Perfect. So it's me, you, Luis, and like, like a three bedroom penthouse? Yeah, it's gonna be fucking gangster, dude. I'm so excited. In Columbia, it's gonna be yeah. sick. For your birthday, bro. Your birthday. It's gonna be one hell of a birthday week. Yeah. I just spent the last four days laying in bed with a female. Cause like, it was almost like my brain, my body was like mentally preparing me for like what's to come. Like I just like did nothing but just like slept and just watched movies and just chilled and like just With a female? Out. Yeah, with a female. We only had sex twice, believe it or not. She kept trying to fuck me and I'm like, no, I'm preserving my sexual energy. Stay back. Right, cause if you guys know about like semen retention, if you, know, if, if you guys don't know, like I haven't jerked off in six years, okay? No fap. Shout out to my no fap king. But um, see, the, I, I, don't, I don't know about the no fap thing. I, I still fap like sometimes. I guarantee you'd be fucking more girls and you'd have more energy if um, you didn't jerk off. 
I think it's like a stress release for me. I stress I'm, release inside white girls. Like, otherwise, I like. <laughs> otherwise, I can't sleep. Yeah. Again, so like, you stress release inside like twenty-one-year-old white women. How do you I mean? not get distracted? I like force myself not to hang out with girls. I do the same thing. So like, when I want to work and I want to get like shit done. Uh, I kind of just get myself in a, in a mental vibe where I'm just going to like hustle and grind and not be around girls. But, um, you know, the last two weeks, last weekend I hooked up with five girls weekend before I hooked up with three or four girls. So it's like in the last two weeks, I haven't gotten shit done. I haven't done anything really. So, I mean, except the podcast, some YouTube stuff, social media content, but I haven't really yeah. made any more money, you know? So yeah, women can definitely be a distraction. Right. And so yeah. like I try as much as possible when I'm hooking the girls to not like overindulge. I think there's a good balance uh, of like having women around that actually give you energy instead of like take, take away from your focus. If you have a lot of women around, it, it does naturally give you energy. But if you're just laying in bed with one girl all the time and just having sex with her all the time, like a lot of guys will get in a relationship and they'll just like be in a relationship for like six months or a year or two years and they'll just have sex all the time you know, then they're, they'll just let themselves go and you, you, yeah. you go work your nine to five job or whatever and do the bare minimum. Then you come home and just hang out with your girlfriend and it becomes this like dirty, high guilty pleasure, which is just super uh -huh. unhealthy. What I have been doing the last like three weeks though is um, I stopped going on dates like three weeks. I haven't gone on any dates, haven't hung out with a girl like one-on-one -on -one and like reserved time for a specific girl. I just have them come with me while I'm doing errands. That's good. It's a good way to do it. So for example, today I had... Uh, one of my girls just like watch me play basketball. Dude, I've been doing that for years, by the way. Actually, for like the last like three days. Like a good example of this just is like, like if you have like some crazy shit you I need just bring to do. Them, bring them along to the stuff that I'm doing. Like go to the gym with them. Yeah, exactly. Or like work out with them. It's a better way to so, do it. So that I feel like I'm being productive while I'm hanging out with girls. Yeah, because again, so many guys just like hang out with a girl and they just stay in their bedroom and just like watch Netflix and eat cheesecake. I feel, I feel guilty like doing that. It's it's unhealthy. You should feel guilty. Yeah. You should feel guilty. Life is short. Mm -hmm. You're going to lay in bed fucking one girl. Yeah. Now, I just did that for the last four days and I feel like a little bitch. Mm -hmm. But I still did street game. I went out every night and did street game. Picked up girls in the street and stuff. Nighttime. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Lately, I have been losing motivation to pick up more girls though. It's kind of... I, do, I don't do it for the girls. I do it for the mental clarity. I'm, I'm doing a 30-day yeah. challenge where because I, I want to completely eradicate my approach anxiety and social anxiety completely. Because mm -hmm. like even though I've been doing like the whole pickup shit for like a decade or whatever, and this isn't a pickup podcast, but like I, I do, like I got into it because I want to overcome social anxiety. But here's the thing. It's like once you have lots of girls and lots of money and you're just killing it in all areas of your life, it's very easy to regress back into like not being a savage. You know what I mean? Yeah, but when, when you're seeing too many girls it's like i'd rather like put my attention on the girls i'm seeing than add new ones yeah so my goal isn't it's to add new people to my roster my goal isn't to add new girls to my life it's just to go out and practice speaking to strangers yeah to push my comfort zone like comfort zone challenges i do things that are like yeah. a little bit out of my comfort zone it's kind of scary so lately i've been actually been very organized so i've been doing this thing called the scrum like planning method where you can look it up scrum there's a book on it it's actually the same project management as the FBI. Like they use the same exact one. And I learned, their, I learned this like system from my old mentor. It's basically a very intricate like to-do list where you write down every week you have a sprint or whatever, every two weeks. 
I do like every week where I write down all the things that need to be done in like a week. And there's like boxes and you can like move the boxes. Okay, today I'm going to get get three things done out of this list. And then all throughout the week, you see like everything move to like one side to like finished. And I've been very productive like doing that. And this is when I realized that I'm actually seeing way too many girls. So in that to-do list, uh, I have like, text this person, like message this person, hang out with this person. And uh, one of the girls I was hanging out with actually saw the list, which was really upsetting because I have like all the names of the girls. So oh, like, fuck. It's really fucked. She got really upset because I have about like 13 girls that I'm like keeping up with. So it's 13, like- You're seeing 13 girls right now. That's on the list. That's crazy. Yeah. And it's, and it's amazing because I'm pretty organized. Like I text all of them. Damn. And like, I have, I have like a set time during the day where it's like text like 13 people. That's fucked. Yeah. yeah. For, for me, it's like an, it's an all out war. I let, I just let the girls compete over each other. I just go to the club. I'm like, I, let the I girls like to be organized because I don't want to make a girl feel like I'm not giving them attention. That's why I like systematically do that. Like, here's how I think about it. If Elon Musk can manage four multi-billion, four or five multi-billion dollar companies, I can manage 13 girls. Fair point. Fair point. It's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty good. You know who showed up to my house last night? And for four businesses on top of that. You know who showed up to my house last night? Who? Uh, I don't want to see her name, but uh, other assistant. Who? The other assistant who I kind of fired and ghosted. Is it a girl? Yeah. You have an assistant? Oh. Yeah, like, dude, this girl, it was her birthday. So, like, I, I had her blocked and I randomly texted her. I'm like, yo, happy birthday. And then I put her back in my restricted folder and she's like, thank you. I hope you're doing well. And I didn't reply, right? And then she showed up drunk in my house in the middle of the night. And I got like a, a butt, like, this girl's like buzzing up. And I'm like, this is like my, your dating life is so organized and intricate and so wholesome. Mine's like the girls just show up drunk in the middle of the night to my <laughs> fucking house, uncalled for it. I'm like, I called the concierge. I'm like, yo, who the fuck's downstairs? And he's like, oh, it's the girl who wanted to get her name tattooed on, on her, right? And, um, I'm like, yo, don't let her up. Anyway, he's like, yo, I already let her up. I'm like, shit. She's like banging on the door and she's like texting my roommate being like, yo, where the fuck's Justin? He didn't come to my birthday party. But I haven't been talking to this girl for the past month, right? Because she was uh-huh. hanging out with my ex-girlfriend. So I'm like, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, why the fuck would I come to your birthday party? Right? Uh-huh. Super, super fucking like ridiculous. Yeah, I was like, that's like my dating life. It's just like survival of the fittest. It's like, I, I, I'll throw, <laughs> I was actually just, so I had a first date in the, like the first date I've gone on in the longest time uh, earlier today. And this girl was like um, asking me my dating life and I was just calling girls in front of her. I, you know what I did, I, I went on a spreadsheet and I was creating a t-shirt design for bi girls only. So like in front of her, I'm like, are you bi? And she's like, no, I'm not bi. And I'm like, oh fuck. I got a sick design work out. For, the, for that t-shirt. Anyways, yeah. So <clears throat> I went on like a little t-shirt thing. And I, was, I was doing like a little graphic for like bi girls only in front of this girl. And I'm like calling girls in front of her. And like, it's funny because like before that, she wasn't really down to fuck. But then after... Uh, I'm like calling these girls in front of her because like I was just like thinking like this girl's sucking my dick but she's not down to hook up. Um, I'm just like okay whatever, right? So I'm like calling all these girls in front of her and inviting all these girls to the, the yacht party we're doing on Sunday. And, and after that, it's just like I guess she just saw like okay she's got competition so she like had sex with me. It's so fucking trippy and I feel like this is my dating life instead of like going on dates and trying to like you know like woo the girl and do all these fucking things. Yeah, of course. I literally just throw parties on Friday night, Saturday night. It's like your birthday party this weekend. I'm gonna have fucking. 500 girls there. Do you get annoyed right? when a girl don't hook up, doesn't hook up with you now? I don't necessarily get annoyed. I'm just like, peasant. Pe- <laughs> what, what, I'm like, I don't like, imagine like fucking Ariana Grande knocking your fucking door and be like, 
hey, daddy, let me suck your dick. Like, that's how I feel about myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, in my head, I'm like, I'm hotter than most of these girls. I'm better looking. I have a better skincare routine. I smell better. I look better. I make more money. I'm more successful. Right? It's, it doesn't come from a place of ego, but it's just like, from a logical standpoint, like I'm making them comfortable. Mm-hmm. Especially uh, your super time respectful. is so valuable. That too. That too, time, time. Is so valuable. Right? So I'm like, there's girls like, oh, we can hook up the next date. We can hook up the next date. And in my head, I'm like, well, like, I don't say this, but like in my head, I'm thinking like, if we don't hook up today, there's not going to be a next date because I don't want to go on fucking four dates with this fucking girl just to have her like keep pushing off sex when I can just hang out with another girl who's giving me sex right away. Uh-huh. Right? I already have a rotation of girls. Right? But I don't want to tell her this because I don't want to challenge her ego or trigger her or upset her. Mm-hmm. Right? It depends how much I like the girl's personality. Yeah, but the thing is, I will like the girl's personality more if I hook up with her. Oh, 100%. You know what I mean? This if is what she puts girls on the don't first realize. It's like when, when I don't know what it is or is it just us, but when a girl hooks up with you, I would... Like right away, I almost like her a lot more. Me too. Every time I hear a girl say, um, this is going to sound fucked. She's like, well, I don't kiss guys on the first day. I'm just like, all right. I'm like, I, I got to go do my taxes. <laughs> no, no, that's what I mean. It's like, I'd rather, you know, like there's like a million things on my to-do list. Like, yeah, dude, that's what I'm it's, saying. It's not, okay. It's not that I only want sex from her. It's just that. You know, I don't, I don't play games, you know, it's like, well, the thing is, if she's not going to so fuck you, it's valuable. like, is she even into you? Exactly. You know what I mean, that's like what goes through my head. I'm like, I have all these other girls who want to have sex with me all the time because I've already hooked up with them. They're now emotionally attached. Right. So if she doesn't want to fuck me, that means she's not as into me as these other girls, which logically makes sense because other girls are more emotionally attached, but that means it's like, you're not high love, high level enough to be on my rotation. Right. But I will be patient and I'll give it time and I'll make her comfortable and I'll show her. I'll, I'll let her, I love, I told this girl, I'm like, look, we don't do anything you're uncomfortable with. I just think you're hot and I want to fuck you. That's what I told her. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not the kind of guy who'd be pushy. It's just like, Hey, like here's the deal. I only have this certain amount of time to hang out with you. If you're not down to do anything, I respect that. Have a great day. I've, I have, see you in the next life. I have. Hopefully our paths will cross again in the future. <laughs> <laughs> exactly in the most respectful way like no pressure yeah you do you you know yeah like that's the thing i, like, I, I don't, ask I don't need sex i don't even need the sex it's like not even a big deal no it's not a, but it's, it's like all right then deal. we're definitely not gonna hang out again because it's like you're probably not into me that's like what goes in my head i think most high value guys think like this as well because it's like here's the thing most guys aren't getting this many options with girls yeah like club promoters nightlife photographers you know social media content creators right uh most or like like, like we get like we get more girls than a lot of like rappers, DJs, like successful guys, right? Yeah. And so when we're surrounded with a lot of girls and a girl sh- like wants to make us wait, in my head, I'm just like, fuck, she's not into me. When that's not actually true, probably she's actually really into me, but she just, she just has like a four date rule or whatever. Not, it's okay and I respect that, but just I don't have time to take you on four dates because I've calculated that every time I go on a date with a girl, it usually costs me around two to $3,000. That's why I don't do dates anymore. Most of the time is culture. Like Ukrainian girls and a lot of like Middle Eastern girls and like Russian girls, they usually have like a rule. Like I've lived in Ukraine like for like six months and I I know the culture, you know, every single girl I hung out with, I'm not going to step into your apartment after, you know, like on the first night, like yeah, you got to wait like three, three dates and that's respectable. You know, I have a lot of like Ukrainian friends, but I just like every time I meet a Ukrainian girl, no matter how cute she is, I don't expect anything. I immediately friends on them. The thing is, if you look back at our podcast where I'm like, stop hooking up with lots of guys if you're a girl, otherwise you're fucking all right, right? Like, obviously it's a big exaggerated and it's a joke, but like, I actually respect girls who have that rule. Yeah. But for me, there's, there's a like, lot of guys out there that would wait. Yeah, exactly. 
But like, I'm just not that kind of guy. I just can't Definitely do it because I don't have the time. That's why I, dude, that's why I don't do dates. I just throw parties and invite all my Tinder dates from the week or all the girls I cold approach or all the fucking girls on my Instagram who want to hang out with me who like me. Like last Saturday, bro, it was so fucked up. I'm at the rub. I'm at the club, okay? And I've got a table in the middle of the dance floor. So I've got girls coming off the dance floor trying to join my booth, my table, right? I have girls I cold, I actually cold approach these two girls who are really fucking not even that attractive. I was just like being friendly and like warming myself up socially. And this one girl, like super ugly little like Indian girl, right? She grabs her friend. She's like, uh, we're lesbians. And I literally look at her and I'm like, I'm not fucking hitting on you. Like, what the fuck? Right? Like, because I get my head, I'm like, peasant. Like, bitch a peasant. Like, you're not hot enough for me to hit on you. I was just being nice. I was just trying to make friendly conversation. And, and like this girl's like so entitled thinks I'm fucking hit on her. Anyway, so the, these yeah. girls approach me in my booth after. They start talking to me. I'm just like ignoring them. I'm just like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I had like five groups of girls, five or maybe six groups of girls, which each, each group of girls is like four, five, six, seven girls itself. So it's like, I don't do the math. It's like 30, 40 girls there, right? And one to two girls from each group of girls are coming on to me. So I probably had like five or six girls aggressively yeah. coming on to me that night. You, you you put your life in a way where you don't have to hit on girls. Dude, they were competing I, over my attention. I, they were competing. Like, it was like, like, I'm used to this, but this was like an extreme example because no other guy on my table was hanging on any girls. Yeah. These girls all use my guests to show up. They all show up to see me, right? And to yeah. have a fun party as well, Right. And this one girl was just sitting by me for an hour, just like feeding my ego, telling me how nice I am and how cool I am and how like, what a good person I am. And I'm like, you don't even fucking know me. I'm just like, what the, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. Just because she follows my Instagram, she sees like the stories, right? Right, because what will happen is a girl will rationalize why they like you. Like a girl can be like, like, like you and be attracted to you. And so she's rationalizing. Because what she's saying isn't necessarily even true. Because this girl even like, does she even know me at all? Right? She just like came to this judgment from my Instagram stories. But and it wasn't far off. But it's like, how does she know? She doesn't really even know me, right? I might be this total douchebag manipulative dude, but I am an actually nice guy and she was right about everything she was saying. Mm -hmm. But the, what she was actually doing was being attracted to me and rationalizing why she's attracted to me. It's really funny. And that's such a better date, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because again, if you go on a date, if you're a guy who makes a lot of money, if you make six figures or more, especially if you're self-employed, let's say you make six figures, mid six figures, seven figures or more, Right, every time you're going on a fucking date, you could be closing another deal, another contract, another client sale. That's worth a so lot of ROI, fucking money, yeah. dude. That's worth a lot of money. Like, there's some guys out there where a date would cost them ten thousand dollars, and that's why you got a lot of rich dudes who will take girls on dates and they'll spend like a thousand dollars a date, and the girls are just like, "What the fuck?" So, an example would be like Tony Robbins, right? Most people know Tony Robbins as like this public speaker guy, and he's married now. I think the when he was single. Here's what I remember from my friend who went to one of his seminars. He openly like just closed this. Um, when he was single, he had a resort in Fiji, Hawaii, and he would fly eighteen, like you know, eighteen to twenty girls. Yeah. To him, and he was just like hang hang out with one of them, you know, one a day. You and know, he, he was just, doing that in his twenties, right? He he was doing that in his twenties. He would just like fly girls out. Yeah. And in he his was resort. in his fucking twenties in his resort. Savage as fuck. Just you know, Tony Robbins and his wife are swingers. They're swingers. Like they put, they pull bitches together, but, um, that's a, that's a side note. Right. But yeah, he was, um, he was, uh, fucking, uh, flying girls out all the time. Cause exactly. like, it's more like, time like, efficient. Of course. Like he's at a position in his life where, you know, to get coached by Tony Robbins, you probably have to one, have a net worth of a billion dollars and a minimum of a million dollar for coaching one-on-one for one session. 
You know, and like how much would a flight cost to Fiji, right? A couple thousand dollars. Tops. Maybe exactly. a thousand bucks round trip from the States. So yeah, it's pretty cool. So yeah, you, dude, this is why I do a lot of things where like I will spend money to buy my time back because it's like, I'm not trying to say I'm like the richest dude, right? But it's like, if I can call a girl, like for example, the data I had today, I was sleeping. The girl was waiting for me for two hours. Like she messaged me at 3 p.m. I didn't reply till 5.30 Right? I'm like, hey, sorry, I just saw your message. Right? And then she was like, hey, do you want me to meet me half like meet me halfway? And I'm thinking, like, does this girl really expect me to fucking leave my house to go meet her? Like, I like I was thinking we just shot we gotta shoot the wingman podcast, right? Exactly. So I'm like, I'll call you an Uber. It's like a thirteen dollar Uber. She'll come straight to me. I'll hook up with her while these guys are, you know, doing the setup for the fucking podcast, right? And then we go straight into the podcast. Right? It's like perfectly. That's a girl efficient. from today? Yeah, that's a girl from today. Did you hook up with her? Yeah, I did. You did. Yeah. Like I wasn't going to. I actually was like, because like, she was a really nice girl too. Like very sweet girl, but she kind of just smelled weird. And I was like, so I asked her, I'm like, what time did you wake up today? She's like 6.30. I'm like, okay, she's been out like all day doing stuff. Like she's a job and like work and shit. So she like just smelled a little bit weird. And I was just like, the fuck, right? And so um, I wasn't into it. But then like, I was just laying in bed with her calling. Cause like I had already mentally checked out and decided like, I don't want to hook up with this girl. And then I'm just like calling girls in front of her. And then like, I'm cuddling her while I like, calling random bitches. Uh-huh. Like, you remember uh, the girl you hooked up with last uh, Saturday? Sorry, last Friday. The one I had a threesome with, and then I, and then I sent her home with you. Oh, her, her, yeah. So apparently she was mad at me. I called, I called my roommate, and he, he said, this girl's mad at me. She's mad at me. So this girl was randomly mad at me because she left her car keys here, went over to your place to fuck you. When she came back, the door was locked, and she, she never car keys. She was like banging on the door, but I was sleeping. So I called her, and I was like, don't be mad. I, I always do this thing where I got talking like a, like a little kid voice. I'm like, I love you. Don't be mad. You're my best friend. And then like I just like troll them and shit. And then she's like, okay, I'm not mad. And I, so I also, I flipped it on her. I'm like, I, I said to her, I said, I'm mad at you. She's like, why are you mad at me? I'm like, cause you fucked my best friend. <laughs> but I sat home with you. Oh my God. It was funny because, um, it, it was super funny because I was having a threesome with these two girls last Friday and I just wasn't into it. And I, I was fucking them. And I'm literally texting Matt in the middle of it. And I'm like, yo, I'm fucking these two girls, but I'm thinking about the bottle service girl from the club. <laughs> And, and like, I'm not gonna say her name because no, uh, so you were thinking of like two girls. I was thinking of two different girls. So I was thinking about her, and I was also thinking about the girl we approached uh, on the street last <laughs> Thursday after the podcast that we brought home. Really cute girl, so right? I know it's fucked up, dude. So my brain works. Usually when I'm banging girls, I'm usually thinking about other girls. Um, very strange. Oh, anyway, yeah, I, I want to add on to about the whole like when a girl says no to hooking up with me. Yeah, like I'm very respectful because I got that from, uh, you know, Dan Bilzerian. He says yeah. in his book that if a girl doesn't want to hook up with them, he just like gets up and leave. You know? I like it. Because usually when he has like parties, whatever, he has like 30, like, you know, 10 out of 10 girls in, in the same party. It's like when a girl doesn't want to hook up with you, it's like, all right. Well, that's the best part. It's like when we're having all these parties, right? like there's like 50, 100, 200 girls. Think about a news party. It's fucking like 100. 50, 180 girls here where like the average weekend of the club is like 200 girls there. If like I ask a girl to hook up with me and she doesn't want to, I'm like, no worries, darling. Let's be best. You know what I'll do? If I, if I, if I initiate like a sexual interaction with a girl where like I kind of shoot my shot and she's not 100%. down or uncomfortable. I, I tell them I'm you know happy what? to be I'll, friends I'll, with you. I'll friends with myself. Exactly. So I'll shake I'm, their hand. I'll be like, no worries. Let's be best friends. Let's be best friends. That's what I'll say. I'll be so like, cool. let's be best friends. I'll shake their hand. I'll be like, do you have any cute friends you can introduce me to? Bring your cute girlfriends out next week. And I'll, and I'll just kind of ignore them for the rest of the night and just like run around and talk to other girls. 
Now, often enough, a lot of these girls that you friend zone over a long enough period of time, like not maybe that night, but maybe later on, they'll come to your parties, hang out with you, be in your soul circle, be around you, and eventually they'll kind of just fall in love with you is what mm. I find. Because, um, I mean, for example, I'm not gonna, again, I don't want to name drop anybody, uh-huh. but um, there's obviously a girl I hang out with a lot who's also a female assistant of mine. And what happened was when my ex-girlfriend was in Florida, me and this girl were hanging out. We're like going shopping together. We're hanging out all the time. And like, we're just friends. I never, like I, I tried to make a move on her the first time I met her. Yeah. She's like, no, no, no. We're, we're just gonna be friends. I'm like, okay, cool. We're just gonna be friends. Yeah. Right? But we became like BFFs. We're hanging all the time. 100%. And then one day I'm just like sitting on the couch with her and she like initiates a kiss with me. And I'm like, I push back. I push back. I'm like, fuck, we're just friends. Yeah. And then I end up having a threesome with her and one of your girls. Wait, wait, I did hit it first. You did hit it first. You did hit it first. And she did tell me that, oh, I don't see Justin that way. Isn't that so crazy? And then, yeah, now you guys are basically a thing. I, I wouldn't say we're a thing. Like, I made it very clear to her. Like, we're not dating. I'm like, you're not my girlfriend. I constantly have to reiterate to her, like, you're not my girlfriend. Oh. But, because um, she obviously wants to be, right? But, you know, she's a sweet girl and I care about her a lot. And, uh, yeah, it's like... Um, no, she's one of the coolest, like, people I know for yeah, sure. Yeah, she's, she's a nice girl. Super cool. And so, but I, like... Again, like just over time, you know, when she got to know my personality, right? And so a lot of those girls who like aren't down, no worries. You don't have to keep trying to push it, right? What I, in fact, usually, especially when we're throwing parties, I don't hit on any girls. I same, literally just invite same, fuck don't. tons of girls out. I just invite tons of girls yep. out and I look for the girls that are giving me the eyes. Well, I have a rule, right? Like it's either a fuck yes or a no. I, I like if a girl's not fuck yes to like being with me, it's a no. And I respect that. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to be like pushy and like. I find that philosophy also makes you more attractive. Cause think about this. The girls see you around all these other girls. Okay. They see that you have a zero tolerance policy for bad behavior. So they're going to act re- on good behavior. Right. Uh, you try to shoot your shot. They, they're not interested. They lost their opportunity forever. Right. But potentially. Potentially. Yeah. Potentially. Uh, and then also. It's like, it's not like you just jump in and try to hook up with them right away. It's like usually, you know, you're vibing, you're coming kind of stage. Because it's so, usually when I'm hanging out with all these girls, like I don't even know if I like them. I don't know if I want to hook up with them. You know what I mean? Like I almost like feel like I can't really get turned on unless like I really vibe with the girl on an emotional level. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it reminds me of like what happened, um, what's it called, last, uh, last weekend where it was like the two lesbian girls and the one and you hooked up with one and she was like asking to hook up with me because, yeah. because you came inside her. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. I, she I, was I, literally fucking yeah, no, to I, hook up with me. <laughs> I, know, I, I came in without a condom. Like I, I was actually using a condom and I'm like, so fucking, I'm like fucking her and I'm just like, I'm taking this off. Can I take this off? And she's like, yeah, yeah, take it off. And I'm like, can I come inside you? She's like, yeah, yeah, come inside me. And I'm like, are you on birth control? She's like, yeah, yeah I'm on birth control. I'm like, if you have a baby, are you going to keep it? She's like, no, no, no I'm going to get an abortion. I'm like, okay, take the condom off. <laughs> I'm just fucking her. I, I, I come in her. And then, and then I'm like, you're, you're on birth control, right? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm getting you plan B anyway. Fuck it. I'm getting you plan because B. I was hanging out with another girl that was like, blonde like smoke show dude i know she's fucking so hot (laughs) she's so fucking hot and then while i'm hanging out with this blonde chick her friends were like come with us now like this girl wants to fuck you dude they did the exact same thing to me because you were hanging out with a girl bro here's so the craziest thing happened okay i bring these two girls home from the club actually i brought i brought four girls from the club and i had no guys to wingman me and i'm like freaking the fuck out And i was at an after party at like 4 a.m you were supposed to come over 
And I was like, where the fuck are you? I'm blowing up your phone. I'm like harassing Matt, blowing up his phone, By calling way, you like This crazy. is like the ultimate like level of abundance. It's like Justin's like, free pussy, free <laughs> pussy, come over now. <laughs> so like, so like, two of the girls left, two of the girls and left. Like, and, and I'm like, dude, Matt, you need to come here now because other two girls are going to leave. And you're like sending me her photos. Look how hot she is. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Like, dude, <laughs> she's literally a fucking like 10 out of 10, like smoking hot blonde girl like fucking like a rocket show up, like dude. an hour later because it's like <laughs> i was she, too dude, busy she was so mad she was so mad she wanted to leave but like i persuade her to stay and, and then like i showed her a picture and she's like oh, i don't know like i don't know if i'm gonna like this guy and dude matt shows up and she immediately just like, is so into matt it's awesome so matt is hanging out with my girl and his girl on the balcony the three other girls are in my bedroom using my vibrator like taking turns using the vibrator so i walk in there and i quickly hook up the girl right then i walk out and then I'm like babysitting the two girls and then Matt goes in and they're trying to hook up with Matt. It's so fucking, it's just like actually such fuck boy fuckery. Anyway, so long story short, Matt persuades. the girl. It's like Matt finally shows up. The girl's like down to stay. She was about to go home, oh, but she's down so to stay. Fucked. And Matt persuades the girl to come home with him down and the street. She did, and I fucked up so hard. Can I, can I say it or do you yeah, want to say it? So Matt it. brings home this beautiful girl. She's been waiting for him for hours to show up. I hyped him the fuck up. She literally thinks, okay, this guy's going to be some douchebag. He shows up and she's like in love with him right away. And again, this girl is not an average girl. She's like, I, don't, I very rarely say this girl's like a 10 10, but this girl's like a fucking rocket. Like I guarantee oh, there's sure. like rappers and celebrities in her DMs. Like she is fucking hot. Okay. Oh, sure. And I'm with her friend and I... I already banged her friend and I wanted to be, no, no, actually I hadn't banged her friend yet. We were just making out and like, like kind of hooked up in the hot tub, but we hadn't like hooked up, hooked up yet. And so I knew the only way I'm banging this girl is if Matt brings her friend back to his place. So Matt brings the friend back to his place, this 10 out of 10 beautiful girl. And he brings her to his bedroom and what's there on his bed. There's a used condom laying on Matt's bed. And so I, I talked to a girl in the morning. So I banged my girl. Me, dude, me and my girl had a great time. I literally fell asleep with my dick in her pussy. I literally fell asleep. So, so again, two girls a night. It's awesome. literally the biggest like fuck up of my dating dude, I'm career just like, for bro, sure. Because this girl is so fucking hot. Anyway, so I'm talking to her in the morning when they're uh, right before the Uber home. And she's like, yeah, I really like Matt. He's such a nice guy. I would have hooked up with him. But just on principle, I didn't because he had a used condom on his bed. And I'm like, oh, fuck. fuck. You know what's funny? This is not the first girl who's complaining about this. So... I'm going to name drop here, but Maddie was complaining that she came over one night and that there was like um, a girl's like pussy juice, like stains on your bed. And she was like pissed off. She made you do her, do the laundry before she'd like go into bed with you. Um, there's another girl who's like crying to me. There's another girl who's crying to me saying she liked you, but you always had like tampons, used condoms laying around and shit. And I'm just like, bro. And then your ex-girlfriend used to complain about the same shit. Your ex-girlfriend used to complain about the same fucking shit. I'm like, Matt. What the fuck, bro? I'm cringing so hard right now. Dude, the thing is... Fuck. I'm, they, too, I'm too irresponsible for, when it comes to that. You're too irresponsible? Yeah, just like don't clean my place that often. That's why I have a fucking maid. That's why I have a motherfucking maid and two female assistants. <sighs> See, I have the same thing, but my two female assistants are on payroll, so they can't say the shit. The grind mode, bro. If it's they find like, condoms, they find condoms. I'm like, sorry, baby, you work for me. You know a, I mean? It's a full-time like job to clean my place. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. It, it gets hectic. You, you just gotta be really you know what i usually do so here's a good rule of thumb if you don't want to take out the garbage and you so you had a girl over and you're, you obviously hooked up use a condom there's a condom in your garbage there's maybe female tampons and products whatever here's what i do this is like my actual go-to secret because I, I know i'm having another girl over 
what I'll do is I will grab a bu- like a bunch of tissues. I'll like blow my nose in them, even if I don't have to blow my nose. I'll blow my nose in them, and I'll stuff it down on top of like whatever like garbage there is, right? So that way the girls don't notice it. The only way they notice it is if they're like trying to search for it. So the only way the girl will notice is if they start going through your garbage and like looking for like condoms and shit. Oh yeah, have you seen the girls like that I hang out with? They're yeah, they, fucking they're, they're obsessed. But again, it's like don't ask questions you don't want to the answer they're to. They're like right? a fucking Robocop, like walking walks in the room, just like Yeah. Start searching. It's six cents. It's funny because um I had a girl's like hair extension in my bed the other day. Um the other day one of the girls found like eyelashes. And it's I'm just so like, like like girls like use my hairbrush. There's like five different colors of like the hair <laughs> so in, my, in my hairbrush. It's like so. Just like, part of the game, bro. So again, you, you gotta you gotta like be a also a quick hairbrush. thinker too, right? Because like plausible deniability, you just gotta be like, babe, I don't know. We just have people here all the time. Like we just have parties here all the time. I don't I don't know whose eyelashes those are. I don't know. I don't know whose hair extensions those are. I don't I don't fucking know. Just not. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I saw. I kind of stop lying. So like, yeah. I'm not lying. I don't know. Whose, I don't know whose eyelashes those are. I I don't. It could be any one of these bitches. Could be mine. Could be Matt's eye, eyelash extensions, right? Yeah. Or hair extensions, Tell whatever. Tell them it's mine. Yeah, fuck. Matt slept over the other night and uh, he, he left his, his hair extensions. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> what, what are we going to call this episode? Like, how to get away with being a fuck boy. But like, <sighs> I, you know what's crazy? Because like, I know in the last podcast, you know, in fucking episode six or whatever, I'm like, why are we cheating on our girlfriends? We're not sorry. Like, that was the, the name of the episode. But like, I've actually like, this is so crazy. I, I don't know if it's all the mushrooms I've been doing, the meditation. I've actually like seen the error of my ways. I cheated on almost every single girl I had for the last five years. Okay. If not almost every single girl, then every single girl. And I'm pretty sure it was every single girl. Okay. And here's the crazy thing. I realized that I, you just don't need to end up in monogamous relationships. There's like, like obviously in the cheating uh, episode where we're debating and like yeah. cheating good versus bad, obviously it was for the content. It was obviously for the podcast. It was obviously for like to have two sides and make it an interesting debate. But I generally don't think cheating is a good thing. Now, the other thing is you don't want a girl cheating on you. So one thing one of my mentors taught me many, many years ago was the concept of radical honesty, Okay. So radical honesty is just being like belligerently honest, even if it hurts people's feelings. So I would say radical honesty is really good if the girls ask for it. Yeah. But the other thing is uh, just being like pretty honest when girls ask, but just being relatively honest without trying to hurt the girl's feelings. Okay. So it's kind of crazy because the more honest I become, it's almost like, wow, I've never met a guy that's because a lot of the g- girls that we obviously see, if they like us, they're into fuck boys. For sure. So when they meet us and we're honest, they almost always tell me that, wow, you're the first honest fuckboy I've met. Well, they're more attracted to you as well because authenticity and integrity is a very you know I mean? attractive characteristic. At least you're not lying and cheating on me. Now, yeah, that's the best part, right? Because here's the thing. I would say like, oh yeah, cheating on girlfriends, whatever. But all my side bitches always knew I had a girlfriend. I never, ever lied. Like when I was, whenever I've cheated on girlfriends in the past, the reason I had so much abundance was because I was venting to all my bitches about my girlfriends. Like I remember I went through a breakup a couple months ago and I'm just venting to all the girls. I was pulling girls from the club by venting about my girlfriend. There was one night where I'm like, this girl's just waiting for me to fuck her. And she's like, okay, are you going to fuck me now? Like you've been venting about your girlfriend for 20 minutes. Right. And so like just being super honest and authentic, super attractive. Right. But what I found even crazier is like, I just let the girls know what it is. I just let them know, like, you're one of my hosts. 
Like, I, and I'll say it like that. As derogatory and douchey as it sounds, yeah. like, I, I guess I've been listening to way too much rap music, but it's as, so like, far. derogatory and douchey as it sounds, it's like, I'm just, like, letting them know, like, what it is, right? Like, I, I told one of the girls the other day, I'm like, come on. I'm Dude, like, it's so funny. you know, you're my main chick. That's why I said this girl. And she's like, remember, really? I'm your main chick? Really? And she was so happy. So was it Sunday night that you, you did the same thing where I was outside and you texted me saying, yo, there's this girl that that's like, you know, you have, you brought like four or five girls or something from like, is it like the club that you're promoting on Sunday? I don't remember, man. I don't uh, remember. And then you texted me saying, come over. This girl is like really hot. She likes you. Yeah. I think it was the same night. It was the same yeah. Night. And then, yeah, she was like telling me that on your, on your way from the club to your place. Oh yeah. Justin was just like talking about his hoes and shit. But like that, that's like my game. That's like my, that's, cause like think, think about this, right? What is game? Well, game is like you acting for like, I, if I had to summarize good game in one sentence, it's a man who is thoughts, beliefs, and actions are in alignment. Okay. Your thoughts, words, and actions, your thoughts, words, and belief systems, your habits, they're, they're all in alignment. So like, I don't really know what else to talk about except like all the bitches. Like, it's like my life. I'm just like, your life, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and it's, it's funny because it's like the girls can see that authenticity and they, they just get more attracted to it. Oh yeah, 100%. The last girl I dated... Every time we hung out, I just talked about girls with her because she was bi and I was teaching her how to game. Like we'd talk for like six hours. She's like teaching her the six steps to day game. <laughs> it's like, you gotta, you gotta open this one. Cause she was like, let's pick up girls on the beach, whatever. Right. So I was like, teaching who, who is this girl? Which, which girl is this? Um, the, the red hair. No, no, no. That's not her. The one you dated. The one, the one you, you dated for with? like a month. Wait, what? The one I dated for, for like a month. The one that, that left. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. So, yeah, she's bi, and I, you know, taught her how to pick up girls because she likes girls. It was really weird because in that relationship, she liked girls more than I did. I liked girls. She'd literally send me, like, selfies while she's out. She'd go to another club while I'm, like, working. She'd, like, send me selfies of, like, her making out with chicks and shit. She's like, oh my God, just made out this cute girl here, sliding our DMs. And then she'd like ask me to like DM them and shit. Fucking wild. That's why we love bi girls, dude. Yo, but honestly, dude, one thing I learned from David Bond, shout out to David Bond. He's going to come on the podcast like next week. Pretty much what he does is he screens specifically for bi girls. So if a girl is like straight, he just blocks them. Like like literally, because well, what he does, he does like Instagram game and Tinder. So if, uh, if a girl is, is uh, straight, he literally just buy, blocks them. And if they're bi, you know, he lets them like qualify why they should be one of his girls. Because he already has like a dozen girls. He literally has like a harem of like a dozen yeah, girls. Same with me. Like that's the first question I ask now. Like one of the first questions I ask, like, do you like girls? And if she says yes. Like it's like. I usually ask girls, are you bi yeah. or like, are you into girls? Or have you ever been with a girl? Mm-hmm. Right. Because like I'm at a point where I'm, I, I pretty much I don't want to be around girls who don't like other girls because I don't want the girls to get competitive or jealous. I don't exactly. want the girls to so, try to sabotage other girls. Whereas we can all just like hang out together and be like yeah. a big happy. Exactly. Orgy family. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They're more accepting and understanding. Yeah. I, I feel like bi girls are a lot more open-minded, accepting, understanding. And then it's, it's also cool because when I'm hanging out with them, dude, I feel like I'm like their dad. It's like, I feel yeah. like daddy vibes. I'm just like taking care of my women. An example would be like, you know, I would be hanging out with a straight girl, right? I'd be walking down the street and a hot girl would walk by. And I would check out the hot girl, obviously, because I'm a guy. A straight girl would be like, 
what the fuck? Why are you staring at her? And she gets all like insecure and like self-conscious. Yeah. But when I would hang out with a bi girl, I would check out a girl. She'd be also checking out <laughs> <Yeah>. the girl. <laughs> She's also <laughs> checking out the girl. She's like, yeah, <laughs> go chat her up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So bi girls only. Bye, girls only, baby. No, straight up. I don't think I'm ever going to date another straight straight girl. Um, I also don't think I'm ever going to date another girl monogamously. Like, if a girl's not okay with me fucking other girls. And here's, like, I've actually found, like, the, the this solution. It's just, like, I don't need to cheat anymore. Because I'm just going to not date a girl monogamously just, at all whatsoever. Or you just date a bi girl that's, like, down to fuck girls with you. Exactly. You know, if, yeah. if the, the one issue is like if, if you perceive a girl to be very, 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 very attractive and then you don't want to lose her that like, that's the only issue I can see is like, if I'm like, damn, this girl's so fucking hot. I don't want her to like think I'm a douche but, because, but then like, here's what I found also is like it's a flawed mindset because a lot of the hottest girls are by or open to it. They just are waiting for a man to come along and help them embrace that bisexuality mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah i lost her virginity like she was like a virgin to girls i remember i was there we had like a well i, I left the room but yeah. yeah you left the room but she had like at, a, at one point can, like can i tell a story foursome? it's actually so fucking yeah. funny so it's matt he, it's so it, i was having a foursome with three girls it was a foursome with three girls and then matt and his girl want to join so i left the room and i had them join and then like matt leaves the room so it's just like four girls having sex in my bed yeah I'm just thinking, like, thank God I have a king size bed. Just like four girls in my bedroom by themselves, all just fucking. It's pretty insane. Dude. Yeah, because I don't know. I was like so tired of that that day. I didn't want to do it, and I actually just wanted to throw her in there. She's like, "Yo, like," I asked them because I walked in the room, right, and you guys were all naked, and I was like, "Hey, can this, you know, can my girlfriend join?" She's like, "Yes, we love her," right? And then I I went out the room. I talked to her in the bathroom. She's like. She's like, no, I'm nervous. I've never been with a girl before. Can you like, can you like, she's still like innocent. Yeah, nervous. I know, I know, I know. She's like, can you bring a bottle of vodka here and like get me drunk and like fuck me first? So we hooked up in the bathroom, right? She's like, okay, I'll like get her turn on or whatever. And, and I'm like, hey, like, are you ready to join? Cause like, you know, they, they want you there. And she's like, no, 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 what? You go first, you go first. <laughs> so she wants, she wanted me to like join the foursome without her. Um, and I'm like, I don't want to do it. I said, no. I'm like, no, I'm not going to. You do, you do it. She's no, like, you go fuck those bitches. No, you fuck those bitches. No, she's, she's like, you go fuck them now. <laughs> she, was, she was like almost getting angry, like trying to get me to fuck the other girls. <laughs> I remember that night. <laughs> like, I didn't want to do it. Yo, do you, so do you, do, I don't know if you remember this, this, that night, I texted a girl or who, like I literally texted a girl to come over in the middle of the night at the same time. And so this girl comes over and like, so I'm like, I'm like on a date in the living room while there's an orgy going on my room. And, and so I, I walked out naked. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Matt walks out naked and like this girl who literally just came to see me because I had met her one week prior. She was a guy who stole my vape. Yeah, so she, she randomly brought a guy, I guess because she was nervous because it's a cute little wholesome 19 year old girl. And I walk out shirtless wearing a, <laughs> wearing a fur coat, shirt, wearing a chain and a fur coat and shirtless, right? And I have like the Louis V belt. And like, so I just look like the biggest douche ever. And so the girl's like, why are you sure? I'm just, oh, it's like hot in here. Right. And then like, I asked the girl, I'm like, like, so you know me, are you bi? Like I'm screening her and she's not. And I'm like, I, I just, I'm like, okay, full disclosure. There's an orgy happening in my room right now. And I'm having an orgy right now. So uh, do you want to join or like, should I go back? And she's, she was just like so pissed off. Cause this girl literally came all the way to come see me. And I'm just like, join the orgy. Otherwise I gotta go. <laughs> and like, she was like, um, what the fuck? Anyway, so I'm just like, okay, peace out. 
And then, so I went back in the room and then I, when I came back out later, they were gone and they stole your vape. This bitch stole your vape. Like she was so pissed yeah. off. She's like, she probably thought it was my vape. She's like, fuck Justin. Like, you no, know, we had, we had uh, two of uh, your other girlfriends like in the living room. Right. And they, and, and they saw the guy like take it. Yeah. And I, I was like, whatever. Part of the game. <sighs> whatever. Such a degenerate douchey lifestyle, but I love it, dude. I love it. Dude, I feel like there's so much shit gets stolen in here. I've lost like three caps. Like hats? Like hats, just gone. Yeah, because you keep wearing like expensive Bill Balenciaga hats and you just, just disappears. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, it's funny because like, I, I don't think I've ever had anything stolen from me uh, until I think last weekend. I'm pretty sure like these girls stole a $100 bill from me and then like I called them out on it and then like I later on just so happened to find $100 on the floor later. But I'm like, there was $100 in my wallet. It's like, Missing was in my drawer. You guys are in my room. Now it's on the floor. Now it's on the floor. And they left. Hmm. Yeah, and they like left right after I asked them about it. And then like, oh, I found it like the other side of my room. And I'm like, okay, this has never happened before. But um, besides that, I've, I don't think I've ever had anything stolen ever. No, yeah. I, I had a girl uh, take my underwear, a shirt, and uh, Expensive a half bottle. bottle. Right? Yeah, it was a yeah. Half, well, it was like almost empty. And I, I called her out on it. And she's like, oh no, it was almost done. I need to drink before I go to sleep. And I'm like, okay, whatever. But this again, this is why we have security cameras. You know, yeah, it's part of the game. It's part of life. As long as they're not stealing. Well, here's the thing too, right? I feel like, so back in the day, back in uh, 2019, I was pulling bitches like crazy. Like I, I went through like a breakup. I was so upset. I was so like fuck boy energy where I was like, I want to fuck so many girls, but I wasn't like mad at girls. I just wanted to like fuck a lot of girls to spite my ex-girlfriend and stop thinking about her. And I was just banging so many girls. And here's the thing. I wasn't screening girls at all whatsoever. I think in 2019, I, if I remember correctly, I hooked up with like 90 something girls. Okay. So just shy of a hundred girls that year. And, uh, and this is from like March to like December 2019. And what happened was I'm pulling like just mad girls, like just crazy, just nonstop. And I wasn't screening the girls. Like, I, like think about this. You wouldn't run around the streets asking random men to come to your house. Yeah. Right. Probably some of them would be criminals. Maybe some of them would have weapons with them. Maybe some of them would be like fucking, I don't know, like a rapist. Maybe one of them would be like a serial killer. Maybe one of them would be like just a douchebag. Maybe one of them just going to like be an asshole, right? Who the fuck knows, right? But I'm running around the streets of Toronto pulling girls out of nightclubs, bars off the street, just pulling girls like fucking crazy. And I don't really, dude, I like for sure, I would make sure like they're not ugly. I wasn't pulling like ugly girls per se. But like for the most part, I wasn't screening their personality, their vibe, their behavior. Or like who they were at all whatsoever. And I was thinking about it. I'm like, man, I hooked up all these girls. What's the statistical probability that even one of these girls was like mentally ill, crazy, had some sort of like mental issues, some like fucking psychopath chick, you know, maybe like, uh, like uh, I don't know, like kleptomaniac, maybe 100%. just like bad intentions. Yeah, you know I, mean, I went through a phase that and I would, I would meet like crazy people for sure. Yeah, and that, that's what I'm saying because like we weren't screening the girls. I wasn't screening like, hey, are you sketchy? I was just like, hey, yeah. I like you. You're attractive. Come back to my house and let's hook up. And right? we, we weren't always on this level, right? No, because uh, now we screen girls like crazy, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. Now like, I screen the shit like, out of girls. How often do I say no to girls? Like all the time. Yeah. Like, you say no to girls I, every single day. Yeah, every single day. Like, like, I'm always telling girls literally, no. There's literally nights where I would walk in here and there would be four girls harassing me. Like, they're like, hook up with me out. Like, trying to pull me to the room. I'd be like, no, I'm like, I'm, I'm lazy. The you thing know? is, I, so, I feel like when you get to that higher level, it's it's not even like a physical thing. It's like a mental thing and the girls can feel it off of you. Yeah. It, it's it's literally like a vibe that you put off and girls can feel it off you. They can like smell it on you. 
And they're they're like, wow, this guy's so not needy. He's so like free from alcohol. He's so not desperate. Fuck, I just why am I so fucking wet? You know what I mean? <laughs> or, or like, if you want to hook up with a girl, she says no, and you're like, okay, cool, I don't care, right? And like, they can literally feel like this guy's literally indifferent to whether or not he puts his penis inside me, and like, it just makes them more wet. You know what I mean? Isn't that so that's, crazy? That's crazy, yeah. Isn't that so fucking trippy? That is that is trippy, yeah. Because like, I mean, the girl I was hanging with earlier today, right? When I, I initiated intimacy with her. And she said, she's like, no, like I'll suck your dick, but like we can't fuck until the second date. And I'm like, okay, cool. No problem. Like, I don't, I don't care. And she literally could see, I didn't give a flying fuck. She could literally see, I couldn't give a flying fuck. But then I told her, I'm like, look, I know you think I'm going to judge you if you hook up me on the first date, or I know you think I'm going to like think of you less, but actually I'm going to like you more. I told her this, I'm going to like you more if you hook up with me today because you're turning me on and I'm really fucking horny right now. Yep. And I'm more likely to see you again if you hook up with me. It was just a very logical thing. Yep. But like, I wasn't even trying. And then like later on, she was just like, yo, Justin, get a condom. And I'm yeah. like, all right, cool. Yeah. You know, and she was so fucking wet. And the thing, the reason she was so wet was because I, 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 again, you, you don't seduce girls physically. You seduce them mentally, right? Like you can't really seduce a girl physically. Like you can, but there, there's a saying, if you seduce a girl's body, she's yours for the night. If you seduce a girl's mind, she's yours forever. Right? So you see, I, I like to seduce girls mentally. I like to seduce girls mentally where they just like submit to my frame Whereas, like, I don't have to be pushy. I don't have to, like, rush them into hooking up. I just, like, it's just, like, the, the frame is just, like, they want to fucking hook up with me because I'm the man, I'm the shit. And they can also see I don't need them. I don't give a fuck either. And if they don't hook up with me, I've got all these other fucking girls, so it doesn't matter anyway, right? But if they hook up with me, that means, like, we shared a moment and we're more connected on, like, a more intimate level. So I'll feel more comfortable with them to invite them out to cool things and be their friend and maybe mm-hmm. potentially in the long term pursue something with them, potentially, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's like kind of the frame we come from now where it's like, we're just like the cool dudes, which is pretty crazy to me. Like, cause I never was a cool dude. I mean, right? going back to, you know, I'm having my birthday party this weekend. I'm probably going to have like three, 400 people that we know show up guys and girls. And the guys that we know are pretty fucking successful people. They're all successful. Yeah. Like most of our friends are like millionaires or business owners, club owners, like title promoters, just cool dudes. Yeah. They're showing up just say hi. And it's crazy. Cause remember we walking down the street, um, the other like last week and I was getting approached right just like saying hi to like people just walking one street probably said hi to about five people and you're like yo you're so popular now and remember back in the day when you were in high school like no one liked you in high school because <laughs> I, I met you when you were in like I was first year college and you were in 11th grade and like the issue we both had was that like nobody wanted to be our friends it's fucking insane right mm-hmm. and, and now it's like come full circle where it's like literally everybody wants to be your friends like everybody wants to come to our parties Everybody wants to come to the penthouse. Everybody wants to be at our table. Every, every fucking, you know what's crazy? I was at the club the other day and this girl is like, hey, Justin, can I take a picture with you? My, f- my best friend is a huge fan of your podcast. And I'm like, we just started the podcast like three months ago and I have fangirls. Yeah. What the fuck? This is fucking insane. You know, and it, it's crazy. Like just by like working yourself, putting yourself out there socially. You can just mm. develop yourself into such a, whether you're a man or a woman, you can just develop yourself into such a high status individual. Crazy yeah. to me. So you can change. If you're a guy that's out there that, you know, that's maybe living that life that, you know, you don't have any friends and you're struggling in your social life, there is a way out. And you can use us as an example. It's a long journey though. I'm not gonna lie, dude. It took us oh. like 10 years. 
10 fucking years. For sure. 10,000 like, 10, hours. 10,000 sure. hours, 10 fucking years, dude, of like just going out and practicing. Like we both interned for like affluent individuals. We both surround ourselves with like really, really high, high stats, successful people. Like one thing I did for the last few years is I would just make like best friends with like YouTubers and I'll go travel with them. So I'd become like travel companions of successful people, yeah. millionaires, YouTubers, just like really affluent individuals. Yeah. And I would just like, because to travel with them, we're staying in the same accommodations. Therefore, I'm kind of like living with them short term. So I'd pick up all their like behaviors. Yeah. Like uh, like mentioning this, I mentioned this like in the previous couple episodes before that, you know, we were, I was at a place where I would go to like summer school in like grade 11, whatever. And I would sit in class and, you know, around strangers, I would come home. My hands were shaking because I just couldn't handle like the anxiety of like Dude. being being around yeah. strangers. I used to have panic attacks. It, if it was crazy, like I remember when I was like 14, 15, if a girl even looked at me, I would literally have panic attacks. Like I would go home. Like, I wish I had discovered journaling back then, but I hadn't. So what I would do is I would literally just sit there. Like I'll, I'll go home from school and sit there on, on the stairs of my house and just like think and rationalize about this like 12 second conversation of a girl saying, Hey Justin, and I was just like thinking about it for hours. It was fucking crazy, dude. It's like mental illness, bro. It's yeah. crazy shit. And now it's like, you know, sometimes we go out during the day and like pick up girls, whatever. And you'll be like, do you have any anxiety? I'm like, not, not really. I wish I had. Yeah. <laughs> it was more fun. <laughs> I, I, I remember recently the, the social anxiety came back for me only during the day, not at nighttime. It's weird. Like at, during the daytime, I'm like, I'm shy. And at nighttime, I'm like, what's up, baby? Let's go have a fucking orgy. <laughs> we were joking around with Lucas as soon as the sun goes down. <laughs> the, the, the buttons come undone. <laughs> the, the glasses go on. <laughs> it's like you're like anxious during the day and as soon as the fucking sunset comes down. Like a fucking werewolf, dude. <laughs> like a fuckboy werewolf. Like a vampire you or some shit. super confident. <laughs> it's fucking trippy, dude. What is it? I have no idea. And it, it's crazy too because when it comes to picking up girls too, right? During the day, when the sun is out, you have to be very respectful. Keep your distance. Like all my approaches, like during the day, probably are like six feet of, six feet away from like whoever I'm talking to, and I'm usually like very empathetic. Just be like, don't want to interrupt you. You know, like if you're busy, I don't want to talk. You know, but like at night, it gives it almost allows people to be more belligerent and like feels like crazy. everyone's drinking and shit. It's a more especially. You know what I love about nighttime is you know for a fact. Every girl is of a legal drinking age. So if you're in like the States, it's like 21. If you're like Australia, England, whatever, it's like 18 plus. You know everyone's of age legal. And so like you're not worried of like, oh, I'm approaching like a, a young girl or whatever. But then on top of that, um, you know, people are just go like presumably single as well, right? Because like, I, I mean, if I have a girlfriend, she's going out partying every weekend, like that's a fucking red flag. I'm probably gonna dump her, right? And so like everyone's single or trying to be single or trying to meet people or be social, right? So if you go talk to a girl, it's not like weird, like oh like we're all in this social venue together you know mm -hmm. and worst case scenario if, if the girl's like oh why are you talking about it? Like, oh sorry i'm drunk you know even if you're not you're like sorry i'm just fucking lit <laughs> lit off life <laughs> i'm lit off of life baby yeah man crazy. crazy shit cool stuff Thanks. i love it yeah we talked about a lot of crazy shit today yeah man Anything else we want to talk about i just know every girl watching this is gonna be like these guys are such douchebags and to answer that i'll tell you I am, baby girl. I'll see you next weekend. But you're not, though. No, I, I think I'm, we're so respectful, though. I think we're so fucking honest and respectful. Well, that's the thing. That's what makes us different from a lot of guys who are assholes. Not lying. I, I never lie. I very rarely, rarely lie to girls. Right? And if yeah. I lie, it's like usually a very like white lie just to not hurt their feelings. You know what I mean? 
But like, it's very, like, I, I don't, I try my best not to lie. I try my best to always be honest, have high integrity. And even recently, I found that I'm, I'm meeting a lot of girls who have boyfriends. And the, dude, it's like, I want these girls so bad. Like, you know, a couple of girls I told you I've kind of had a crush on. Like, I can't say it. But um, there's like, there's this one girl I actually like. And I even told her, I even told her to her face. I'm like, I'm just waiting for you to break up with your boyfriend. Right? Because like, I'm like, you know what? You know, I'm in love with you, right? And she's like, and she, she's like I know. She really says to me, I went to her at the club and I'm like, you know, I've, I've been in love with you, right? She's like, I know. I'm like, oh shit, she knows, right? But um, the thing is, it's like, I'm at a point now where it's like, I think it's all the mushrooms, bro. I just like don't want to act from a place of like unvirtuous values. So like, if a girl tells me she's a boyfriend, I'm not going to like try to like sabotage. I'm just going to let nature take its course. Mm-hmm. And when it's time, it's time. If not, no worries. Like I, I don't even worry about it anymore, bro. If it's like in my head, it's like if a girl's meant to be in my life or I'm meant to hook up with a girl, whether it's for one night, one year, one month, whatever it is, it's meant to be. If it's not, it's not meant to be. Yeah. You know I'm saying. Yeah. It's uh, the concept of you got to attract, not pursue. Yeah. Like I, I, it's gone to a point. I've literally just stopped trying to fucking even get girls. I try. I try not to pursue. Dude, it's sense. getting to a point where like I, I wish I could even go sell a bit, but it's so fucking difficult because like I just want to make money. I just want to stack sure. cash and go, you know, dominate business. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think my main focus right now, of course, is like not girls for sure. It's good. I'm trying not to. It's good. But yeah, Colombia next week. You already know it's gonna. Yeah. Be good. Dude, I went on I went on Tinder in Colombia, and I'm so every time I'm traveling a new place, what I'll do is before, like for example, I was going to Manila. Before I go to Manila, like I mean, I don't know anyone in Manila. I didn't have any friends there. So mm-hmm. I went on Tinder and I just like made friends with a bunch of girls. So I, now I have like girls to take me out, girls to take me on adventures, girls, girls to take me out to show me the clubs, girls to show me the best restaurants, girl, like locals to show me like, the best spots. And if there's like some of them who are cute, hey, maybe I'll shoot my shot. And obviously, you know, it's Tinder, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I just did that in Colombia because we're going to Colombia next week. And um, it's funny because like I briefly checked my Tinder just for the podcast and like my DM, bro, it's fucking crazy. I've, I've already got a date the day we land. I've already got a date set up. You know? Nice. Tell Pretty her to bring cool. a friend. Yeah, I'll t- fuck, I'll tell her to bring a friend. Why not? It's going to be a good time. <laughs> Super excited. I'm also, I'm also uh, even the girls I don't like, because the best part is like, I'll be with you and Luis. So you guys can, if I don't like them, I'm like, hey, Luis, here's a cool girl. See if you vibe. <laughs> if not, hey, no worries. We'll just, we'll all be just friends and you should show us the cool clubs and stuff, you know? Yeah. It's always good to make friends with, because like, it's not just about sex and hookups, right? It's also about like making friends and building those connections. Oh, 100%. Right? As much as we were talking about earlier that, you know, we don't like, what's it called? When, when a girl says no to us, we're happy to be their friend if they say no to us. Yeah. You know? For sure. Well, here's the beauty of it. And this is why I love being a club promoter. Because it's like, you can social up my parties. I can make money off of it. <laughs> I'll be used to my parties. Um, not a whole lot of money, but it's like, it's money. You know, because here's the thing. It's the principle. It's like, if you're showing up to my parties, at least I'm getting paid for it. So it's cool. It's like, there's an exchange of value. Like you're getting these awesome parties. And I mean, I make a little bit of money, right? But then also they're going to bring their cool friends around. I might vibe with their friends. They might vibe with my friends. Maybe they don't vibe with me. Maybe they'll vibe with like my real estate agent who fucks all all the girls that don't bang. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like my my real estate agent, like bangs so many girls at our fucking parties. It's insane. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the thing with guys too. Like if they're in our circle- and we like them, they, they get laid easily. Straight up. Easily get laid. Straight up. Because we just have so many girls around, <laughs> right? Like our parties are like- They don't like, even have to try. How many they guys? Even, they don't even need game. How many guys do you think are coming to your birthday party? Uh, quite a bit. Like how many? Like probably 30, 40, 50? Probably, yeah. And then how many girls? Like 400, 500, 
right? So with a 10 to one ratio of girls to guys, right? It's just like, we had a party last summer. I think it was uh, my roommate's birthday party. And, or like, it was a birthday party. And I had a buddy who I'd known for like eight years. We're not super close. Good dude though. His name's Jesse. Jesse came out of a five-year breakup. He met a girl through my social circle. He started dating her. Like, lucky him. He got the girl, right? Well, they dated for five fucking years. And he told me he hadn't gone late in the last like five, six years. So he ended up, but from one of her parties, there's a girl there and she ended up like taking him home, right? And he told me that's the only girl he's fucked in the last like six, seven years, right? So it's like, you can have no game and be at our parties and you just get fucking laid mm-hmm. just because there's so many girls there and there's so much high quality girls and all the other guys are such high quality guys. So it's just assumed if you're a guy at these parties, you're a high value man. Mm-hmm. So girls are just like, there's no, there's no game involved. It's just like, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of guys that we bring in that we end up like not stop hanging out with. Yeah, we do. We, we're very uh, slow to hire, fast to fire. Fast to fire for if, sure. If we find like girls and guys, if we, what we do is, um, this is actually really crazy because I don't know any other people who do this. Uh, if we have like a girl or a guy that we don't like, we'll do like a group phone call or like a team meeting. Like we'll, we'll like 100%. literally meet all the dudes our in our so circle tight. and we'll so like tight. sit down. We'll be like, hey, I don't like this person because they did this. Or like, hey, I don't like this person. They were disrespectful, right? Like um, one of our buddies that we throw parties with told me this one group of girls was like being weird with him and his girlfriend. I'm like, no problem. Cut. Gone. You know what I mean? Blacklisted. We blacklist girls. You know what I mean? Make a couple phone calls. People just blacklist it. And here's the funny thing. Because we have all the club access. It's like they just, their entire social life just like pff, gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not that we're being assholes. It's just like they're doing things that are like hardcore red flags and threats to my friends. we guys in quarantine too. Like they would invite them to parties and they're all not allowed to hit on girls sometimes. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, it's like, it's like we'll, we'll, we'll invite guys out and like we make it very clear you're not allowed to hit on any girls. Otherwise, like you're you're also banned. Why though? Because they were they'd be like weird at at one point, and then remember, I I don't know who you're exactly referencing. Well, it was a couple couple of guys that would like be weird and like kind of like make some girls feel uncomfortable. Mm, and got we it. tell them. Yep. At the next party, like we mm-hmm. love you as a friend, but because yeah, we've had this. Yeah, I'd have like meetings with them, and I pretty much would. Ex- I, it, it's such a complicated doubt kid situation. Even inviting your close friends you want to these parties because it's like they're not used to being around these many hot girls. So like when they're they're just running around just like. As if it's like an all-you-can-eat buffet, like harassing girls. And I'm like, yo, bro, what yeah. the fuck are you doing? And we have no tolerance for like no, harassment. Fucking zero tolerance. Anywhere policy. around us. Absolutely. Dude, dude if, if people are being treated with disrespect, for me, that's a problem, especially if it's happening at my events, my parties, right? And so- Yeah, like for example- Girls um, and guys. Girls and guys. Like remember there's a girl who like slapped you as a joke and I kicked her in my house? Oh yeah, 100%. Remember that? I'm like, get the fuck in my house. You just yeah. slapped my fucking friend. What the fuck? Get out of my house. And she was saying, it was a joke. It was a joke. I'm like. Get out of my that house. That was a pretty hard slap. <laughs> the fuck in my house. Exactly. I mean. So yeah. Crazy. Cool. Yeah. I think that was a good um, run. Good podcast. Good we, podcast. We talked about a lot of crazy shit. We get like, excited dude, for Columbia. Excited for the birthday. I'm hyped. It's going to be a good fucking weekend. Uh, anyway. I've, I've actually never, th- I've never thrown a birthday party this big for sure. Yeah. This is, a, I, I don't think I, my birthday party wasn't this big. I probably had like, well, cause it was, it, we didn't, the clubs weren't open. So I didn't mm-hmm. really have the opportunity to throw like a massive, massive party, but, um, it's going to be crazy. It's I'm hyped. Crazy. I'm hyped. And every, I noticed every big party we do, we just top it. So like, this is going to be like, it's going to set the standard for like what's normal. You know what I mean? So I'm super excited for that. And then, uh, going forward, it's going to be like, cr- like, dude, it's going to get crazier and crazier and crazier and crazier and crazier. And the wingman podcast merch is coming out. Oh yeah, guys, we are working on a brand new merch line. I hope you guys are fucking excited for that. 
Um, we're going to have fucking craziest fucking merch. Um, and uh, we're also working on a new website uh, to... I, I don't want to give too much away. I don't want to give too much away, but we're working on a new website as well. So I'm super excited uh, for what's to come for you guys. And I, dude, honestly, man, I genuinely believe this the Women Podcast is going to go on to be number one podcast in Canada. Definitely number one, bodca- number one dating podcast for sure. Number one da- podcast in Canada. Probably one of the number one dating podcasts on the planet. I think so. So I'm so And like, thank you guys so much for being part of this journey with us. I, I honestly got to say this. Like, I don't remember the last time I was this excited for something. Because I have 100,000 subscribers on YouTube right now. Right? But I'm like not even close to as excited when I put out a new YouTube video out versus what I'm excited for with the Women Podcast. I see more potential with this. I think this is going to have more influence and more impact in the world in the most positive way possible. And it's going to be so fun for everybody involved. And here's the best part. A lot of you guys can come to our parties, especially if you're a cool girl watching our content. Um, if you're a cool dude, maybe even potentially some of our events, we'll do like meetups and shit in the future. And uh, I'm just so excited to you know see what's to come here. Guys, so um, yeah, guys, thanks so much for watching. If you guys like this, um, then make sure check us out on all platforms. We're on Apple, we're on Spotify, YouTube. Check out Matt.Levine on Instagram, Drunk Justin2 on Instagram, Drunk Justin2. It's me. Yeah. And uh, check out my main channel, Justin Mark, on YouTube, where we actually talk By about way, a lot of dating advice. If you do follow us, like we put our accounts on private just for privacy reasons, send me a message if, if you're a fan of the podcast, because I literally have like 200 like follower requests that I don't accept because I don't know if they're bots. You know, yeah, cool. So yeah, so just send me a message. Saying, message fan time. of the podcast. Love you, bro. I'd love to follow you. Cool. We'll see you guys soon. Talk to you soon.